This is your no bullshit guide to a happier life. Quick, but not necessarily easy tips to help you to squeeze every last drop of enjoyment out of your business and your life. My name is Helen Calvert. I'm a coach, a business owner, and a parent, and I'm so happy to be here with you. I do swear occasionally, as the title suggests, so pop in your headphones if I'm not safe for little ears. Ready to go? Let's do this. Hello, and welcome to today's episode where we are going to be talking about self-care. I bet you think you know what self-care is all about, don't you? It's uh, it's candles and shit, right? (laughs) It's about having a bubble bath and painting your toenails and having a herbal tea. That's self-care. Yeah, do do that a little bit every now and again when you remember. No, (laughs) that's not the self-care I am talking about. It's great. It's a great part of it, but it's a very small part of it. So self-care is about excessive kindness. And you know by now that that's, I say that at the end of every episode, excessive kindness. That's what self-care is all about. Why do I say excessive? I'll tell you. Because we all have a mindset block about being kind to ourselves. So if I just said to you that self-care is being kind to yourself, you'd go back to that original thing. Oh yeah, yeah, I'll be kind to myself. Yeah, I'll I'll have a nice cup of tea this afternoon and a little sit down with my feet up. That'll be being kind to myself. I'll uh, I'll put some lavender drops into my bath and uh, yeah, I'll buy some buy myself some fluffy socks. That's being kind to myself. And it's not it, it's nowhere near enough. <laughs> so I have to say excessive kindness to get you past that mindset block about how we view being kind to ourselves so that you can understand that I want you to be kind to yourself, to care for yourself the way that you care for other people. It's that level of care. Yeah, so let's just take a moment to think about that. How do we care for the other people in our lives that we care about? Well, we talk kindly to them and we know that if ever we don't talk kindly to them, that that is not showing them kindness and love. We are understanding and forgiving towards them. Yes, they have flaws, they have faults, they have their little quirks and triggers. We get that, we understand and we forgive. We show them love. These are the people in our lives that we love and we show them that. We tell them, we show them all the time. And we fulfil their needs. You know, we see what their needs are and we try to help them to fulfil those. We look after them, you know, from the basics of feeding our kids right up to um, understanding that our partner needs a little bit of quiet time and trying to help that to happen. You know, we we try and fulfill the needs of the people in our lives that we love. And we might even adapt things to suit those needs. We might have people in our lives that we love who need a little bit of adaptation. We need to do things slightly differently because of the way they are, what they need, what they like, what sets them off. We adapt things for them. This is how we treat the people that we love. Now, Here's the tricky part. (laughs) True self-care is about doing just that 
for yourself. Yeah, sounds excessive, doesn't it? It's not, it shouldn't be, but it sounds it. So that's why we say excessive kindness. Because true self-care is about being your own best friend, your own lover, your own parent, your own boss, your own cheerleader. Being all of those things to yourself. That's what self-care actually looks like. And when you think about it, the phrase says it right there, doesn't it? Self-care, caring for yourself. But it's become so overused and so linked to all these things that essentially we can buy. You know, it's a great marketing tool, isn't it? Bit of self-care, buy this nail polish. (laughs) It's been linked so much to that kind of stuff that we've forgotten that it is exactly what it sounds like caring for ourselves, caring. Let's think about positive self-talk, how we talk to ourselves. That was the first one I said about the way we look after the, the other people in our lives. We talk kindly to them. How often do you talk kindly to yourself? How often do you talk unkindly to yourself? Ah, yes. <laughs> I hear so many people say, they don't even realise they're doing it, it's such habit, they say, oh, of course I'm rubbish at that, oh, sorry, that sounds really bad, doesn't it, oh, I'm so bad at this, oh, yeah, I'm I'm really crap, I'm sorry, all the time. That's their inner self-talk slipping out into their conversation. And you can guarantee if they're saying it out loud to me, they're saying it inside to themselves multiple times a day. I'm rubbish, I'm crap at this, I'm rubbish, this is so bad, that sounds really bad, I'm, I'm in the wrong, I'm rubbish, I'm crap. That's the self-talk. Imagine, just imagine for a moment that you spoke to your child that way, that you spoke to your lover that way, that you told them constantly, day in, day out, how crap they are. It's, it's hard, isn't it? It's hard to even think about treating someone that way. But we do it to ourselves all the time. Absolutely awful. It's the opposite of self-care. It's self-abuse. Positive self-talk can be about mantras and, yeah, you're the best, you can do it. You know, looking yourself in the mirror before you go on a night out. You've got it going on, baby. (laughs) Whatever you want to do, that's great. But actually, positive self-talk is about the inner monologue every day. And we have to keep an eye on it. And if you're not used to it being kind, if you're not used to it being forgiving and generous and encouraging, then it takes practice. You might want to start by doing it out loud. Not necessarily in Tesco's, you know, people might think you're a bit of a loon if you're going around Tesco's going, I love you, you've got this, you can do this shopping trip. But believe me, I've said it inside my own head. You can get through this bloody awful grocery shop. It's okay, you can do it. (laughs) But to start with, when you're alone, a little bit out loud can really help because it gets you hearing it. I love you. My God, can you imagine if you said that to yourself? But don't you say that to the people you love every day? Don't you tell them, I love you. It doesn't have to be a big, I love you. I love you so much. I mean, that's wonderful. We don't, we don't necessarily do that every day, do we? But we just say, don't we, to the people we love, love you, I love you, good night. I love you, have a good day, love you. Why don't we say it to ourselves like that? Just a little throwaway. Good morning, self, love you, let's have a good one. 
if it sounds crazy, <laughs> it might be, you know, it's no, it's not crazy. It is the most important thing because that inner monologue is going to happen. We can't switch it off. It's going to happen. And if you don't concentrate on it being positive and kind and loving, it's going to be the other thing. It's going to be that horrible voice following you around and you can't get away from it because it's you <laughs> following you around day in, day out, telling you how shit you are. And that's just, like I say, if you imagine you doing that to somebody else, it's upsetting. It's painful. It's hurtful to think of doing that. But we do it to ourselves. Why do we do it to ourselves? That's true self-care. Being kind to ourselves inside our own heads. And then there are outward things that we can do to be kind to ourselves as well. Material things, slightly more superficial things. We can give gifts to ourselves. Now, I have come to the conclusion that the gifts we get from ourselves are actually really, really important. It started for me when I got divorced. It started with me just buying myself flowers every week. Not necessarily as a big gesture, just part of the, the shop, actually. You know, I'd go to Tesco's and they've got flowers. Buy myself some every week, stick them in a vase. So I've always got fresh flowers. But I realised that, you know, I deserve flowers every week from myself. I love me, quite fond of me, really. Let's get me some flowers to say well done. And I realised gradually that this giving gifts to ourself is really important. I'll tell you for why. Partly because it is fantastic self-care. Because again, the people in our lives that we love, we get them birthday presents, we get them Christmas presents, we spoil them on special occasions. So we should be doing that for ourselves. But I'll tell you what it does. It really changes your perception of gifts from other people. Because so often, if it's a big birthday or it's Christmas, something special, it's Mother's Day. And as much as we don't like to think of ourselves as materialistic people, it, it's not materialistic. It's about, it's a demonstration of our worth, I guess. And sometimes we can be a bit disappointed. We, we don't like to admit it to ourselves, but it's like, oh, oh, that's, oh, that's, that's what they did for Mother's Day. Okay, that wasn't quite what I'd hoped for, or mm, that wasn't quite the Christmas present I kind of imagined. And we feel uncomfortable feeling that way. But there's an answer to that. The answer is, give yourself the gifts that you know you want, you know you deserve, that you're imagining would come from someone who really cares about you because you really care about you. So do that for yourself. And you know what happens when you do that? Gifts from other people then become the wonderful bonus they should be. That wonderful gesture. Oh my goodness, you got me flowers. That's so kind. Thank you. Rather than, oh, bloody hell, it's the first time in six months you've got me flowers. Flipping heck. You know, that kind of resentful feeling. When you get yourself a Christmas stocking filled with the things you really want, the lovely things you're imagining, then whatever else anyone gets you is what it should be, a gift, their thought, a lovely bonus, rather than the only thing you get to demonstrate how much worth you have. No, 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 no. You're doing that for yourself. Get yourself the birthday presents. Get yourself the Christmas presents. Every special occasion where you're secretly hoping someone's going to spoil you. Good God, get yourself the Valentine's Day stuff. <laughs> you know? Care for yourself the way you want to be cared for. 
because that reduces the resentment, it reduces the disappointment, it reduces that feeling of guilt of having resentment and disappointment, because we know how we want to be cared for, and then we wait for somebody else to do it. But we know how to do it best. I open my Christmas stocking and I think, look, all the things I really wanted. Fantastic. Thanks, me. (laughs) Because nobody else is going to hit that right. Not unless you give them a literal shopping list. And that, I mean, that doesn't, that doesn't feel good, does it? What's the point of that? Do it for yourself. Gift giving for yourself is really good self-care. Now, of course, there are mindset blocks here. You know, I'm talking about loving yourself. And this goes back to what we talked about before about some of the big stuff, the big stuff. Because if we find it hard to love ourselves, that's some big stuff to dig into, isn't it? So just note it down, make a note. Okay, caring for myself, loving myself, treating myself the way I treat others. That feels beyond weird, that feels wrong, that feels scary note that down. If it's a big mindset block for you, that's something we can dig into one-on-one, something you can dig into with a therapist, you know, it's something to look at. Just note it down. Okay, got that on the list. Need to have a look at that. The thing is, I had to learn to tell my children I loved them every day because that wasn't the norm in my house growing up. The actual saying it, you know, I love you. And now, you know, 10 years on from when I started parenting, it's just habit. Don't even think about it. I tell them I love them when I say goodnight and throughout the day, you know, whenever it feels appropriate. But I had, I did have to practice. I had to remind myself to say it at bedtime every night, if, if at no other time, you know, that was the ritual. And now it's become second nature. And it's the same with caring for ourselves. It doesn't, if it doesn't come naturally, and it doesn't come naturally at first, make it a practice. But make it a practice with the expectation that it's going to become second nature and that you are going to learn how to care for yourself the way you would care for others. And guess what? When you do this, it means that no matter what happens to you in life, you will always have your best friend, your lover, your parent, your boss and your best supporter with you, no matter what happens because that person is you and that is truly self-care. So until next time, now you know why we say this, be excessively kind to yourself and please remember to squeeze every last drop of enjoyment out of life. Thank you so much for listening. It's great to have you along for the ride. If you enjoyed the episode, I'd be so grateful if you could leave me a review. And don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are up. If you identified a mindset block during the episode and would like to work with me one-to-one, you can find out how in the show notes. See you next time.